Welcome to Unwritten Imagics, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Mention us on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter for another entry into our grand prize draw. Yes, yes, the completely fake grand prize draw that continues to not exist. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think we have any of those social medias. Um, no, no, no. You might have personal accounts on some of them, but I don't even have personal accounts. No, no, no. You don't, well, we don't have to exist there to get mentioned. Yeah, but like to keep up with mentions, we kind of do. Oh, you mean, I mean to I suppose track mentions? I could search it. I guess. Just, uh, you know... Send in a screenshot. Actually, no, because I wouldn't be allowed to search Instagram or, or TikTok without an account. Well, that's fine. I'm Actually, no, I'm not willing to make a TikTok account under any circumstances. Just send us a screenshot of the mention, and we'll assume that you did it rather than going on an elaborate Photoshop adventure just for an entry into a grand prize draw that doesn't exist. <laughs> There we go, that works. And, you know, if you really want to cheat, that's fine too, I guess. I hope you feel guilty. <laughs> I hope you feel proud of yourself. Um, but Because you really put in the extra mile. Let's, let's move on. Um, hi everyone, my name is Eunice. I'm the author of Fantasia and Eternosaurus. And um, I have an exam tomorrow, which by the time this episode gets published, will have already been over. Be several weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it w- it'll be very important to my future career if I pass this or not. So uh, I'll let you guys know. Or not. It's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could edit in, you know, a later... Did I pass or not into this one before it goes live? That's way too much work. Like, uh, like probably, n- probably. 98% of people pass <laughs> the exam. So, I should. That sounds like the kind of exam that if you fail is more of like a glad we caught you at the last stage than I mean, a, uh, I mean, you just write it again. It's just that... It, the percentage of failure is like just high enough that you're like it might happen to me and also just low enough that you're like if it happens to me that I'm like the dumbest person in the country <laughs> I see I see so double um, pressure <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest 2% is a kind of failure rate that I would not think that I would fall into even without studying well I mean it's not a like a a curve like they guarantee two percent fail it's just a flat if you don't that makes it better not worse high enough, then i mean e- either either way i shouldn't fail because standardized test taking is supposed to be my superpower but like that seems like an extremely limited superpower that stops being effective once you're a certain age you would think so but I have reached the age of 28 without coming to an end of my standardized test-taking career. Uh, yeah, but I don't think you'll get to 30 with that. What do you mean I won't get to 30? Of course I'll get to 30. <laughs> no, no, no. And still have standardized tests to do. Yeah? 
Hello? I'm only on my 11th year of post-secondary education, and I expect to do another four years. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's 35. <laughs> um, email us if you have guessed what I do. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty obvious if you know, but yeah. Okay. It, doesn't, it doesn't really matter, because I think you've told people at this point, but you know, if you figure it out, then be proud of your mystery-solving skills. I guess I've told people who, like, I haven't really told anyone who's, like, an actual reader of my writing, other than the one guy who... Hey, I count as an actual reader. No, you don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, oh, there was that one guy who just straight up guessed and then met messaged me to ask, and I said yes. Other than that, nobody who's just, like, a reader has come up with this correct guess i mean not not that i'm getting a lot of people guessing at all just it's it people just want me to there you go people just want me to write more anyways i could introduce myself but instead i'm going to hide behind the shroud of mystery haha you've been tricked also i imagine i'll have introduced myself on the previous and uh following episodes so really it's pretty easy to find okay that's cool well I guess this episode is all about me because it's my idea this week. Um, there, nice. So, I came up with basically I want there to be a world where there's quite a variety of individual powers slash magic. I'm not sure how I want it to go, but the premise is two people with extremely different areas of uh, power slash expertise uh, suddenly get their power swapped and like they they got a deal <laughs> yeah huh okay and is this swap a permanent thing they don't know they don't know why it happened so they don't know how long it's gonna last um and I would like... Don't know why it happened at all? No. Then... They don't know. Were they, like, next to each other when it swapped? Did they know each other in advance? Like No. Maybe, like, vaguely. But, like, they're not, like, good friends or close co-workers. They work in completely different areas that aren't really even tangentially related. Um, and both of them have, like, quite important jobs that involve their powers. So they can't just hide out while trying to fix it. They actually have to go and <laughs> they have assume, to take all of their sick days off. Yeah, once. assume the responsibilities of the other person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> while trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> How were they able to find that the other person also had their power instead of them just like getting some random power? Um I would say they probably have distinctive and powerful enough powers that it, it was noted when they both had their powers malfunction and it was like, oh, you've clearly swapped. I thought that they would be trying to hide this from whatever system is involved with them, but I don't. You're I don't that, think like, they are, can. Around them are aware. Yeah, I don't think they can. Um, I mean, I think that it would be funny, right? If essentially you played with it just a little bit and uh, turned it into like a whole 
drama nonsense where like they go to you sort of play it up like a like a standard like workplace drama thing where like they're like i don't want to go in tomorrow and then you you play with it a little bit they continue to like complain about like i need to go in i need to do this boring thing i need to do this other boring thing and then like they go to use a superpower to like transport themselves or like magic or something to like you know go into the office and then it just doesn't work (laughs) yep you know, I mean, they might get away with, like, calling in sick for, like, one or two days, but, like, that's that's the extent. You could get away with that for up to a week. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I, they're they're quite, I would say. Not at, like, not if you were working in healthcare, but, you know. Uh, like, I would say, I would give them important enough jobs that, like, after even, like, the second day people would be like oh shit like do you need to come to the hospital like how sick are you like we need to get on top of this now (laughs) i i would say that that's okay but like that just makes the like staying out sick and hoping nobody notices even funnier (laughs) like yeah but it's like and and also it's like they probably don't have a good control over their new power so like Stuff, bad stuff is happening. <laughs> well, yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, um, for some reason, they both discover each other. Like, maybe they were vaguely aware of each other and, like, the powers that they each had. And so it's like, hey, I seem to have gotten your power. Can you help me learn it? Well, I seem to have gotten your power, so, uh, whatever the hell happened with that? Yeah. The, I mean, this is also a, an extra, like, a story of two very different people learning about each other and and learning the value you mean that it's a obvious and transparent setup for our romance i mean if you want to go that way no one's gonna stop uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> are you gonna pretend like that wasn't what this was well i mean th- this is a a spin on the classic body swap trope in uh the korean web novels i've been reading <laughs> but I've decided not to swap bodies, just powers, because I don't see the point. Also, I find it really weird if you swap bodies and then like fall in love with the other person, because you're just like, are you? Is it narcissistic? Is it? <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's narcissistic. It would be difficult for most people to be comfortable with that. To be entirely honest. Yeah, but but anyways, I don't I I don't, I don't think it adds a lot. In, I think it's only narcissistic if you fall in love with the other person in your body. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Not, like, the person whose body you're inhabiting and, like, speaking to them, you know, occasionally. But, like, if you specifically fall in love with them because you think your body is hot. Yeah, that's very narcissistic. <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, that sort of body swap would be, you know... I, I think I would be entertained because it's, like, bi or... or uh, you know, vaguely queer uh, icon, because that would be hilarious. Yeah, um, but uh, it, it, it's usually one of those like situations where they really don't get along, and they're forced to pretend to be the other person, and then they they get to know each other, and then they fall in love. I don't think they can pretend to be each other because like they're they're physically different, or at least in the setup that you gave me. Yeah, so, like, in the the version I want to do, they can't pretend to be each other. Well, I mean, they could just hang out together and then pretend each other's powers is coming from the other person, but, like, 
they, it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult. Maybe they primarily work without, like, a bunch of people around them. So, like, they're sending the other person to do their job and, like, explaining how to do it. But honestly, I don't, like... I don't know if it's worth trying to, like, hide this from the management or the government or whatever. Or if it would be more funny if it was, like, everybody is trying to, like, figure out, like, is this some kind of terrorism plot? Is this, like, what happens if all of our high-level magic users suddenly have this happen to them and nobody knows how to use their powers anymore? Like... (laughs) Well, I mean, to a degree, that would be a thing, but that's, like, a very different story in the sense of, like, it's it's no longer focused on, like, the, the people whose powers were swapped, right? Well, I mean, so, it depends on which perspective you're telling it from. You could have all of that panicking happening in the background while your main characters are still doing their whole hi thing. I mean... I suppose, but I, I would kind of be super distracted by that as, like, a, both an author and as a reader. I'd just be like, okay, yeah, but, like, the world is freaking out because an impossible thing just happened. You expect me to get behind this, like, random two people? Well, no, no. I wouldn't let the whole world know about it, but maybe, like, the higher-ups know about it. And then, the, like, as part of, um, kind of a like a, a low level of constant background comedy like the government is helping covering it up i see um, so they're like yeah so we're gonna just announce this very strange initiative that has you two working together in public which will make no sense when we come up with a very contrived explanation as to why this is happening and, <laughs> and why don't they just send an illusionist and make them look like the other while they're in the field? I mean, that would be, like, reasonable, but would it be funny? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, maybe uh, what their powers are so strong that when they use them, it, like, negates nearby magics and the illusion would waver. <laughs> I don't know. You... Maybe one of them is a neutralizer and one of them is like a shapeshifter. Like, if you want to force it to work my way, you can. There's many ways to <laughs> yeah. get this done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there definitely are. It could also be that, you know, government uh, government uh, people, you know, do government things where they're just like, we're going to send you to work together. Why don't you just send an illusionist with each of us? That would be way cheaper. Uh... Because that's not what we're doing. Maybe they don't have two illusionists who are good enough. All of the illusionists are currently on vacation. Or, you know, we couldn't... Like, we we did the budget calculations and we have decided that compared to hiring two illusionists of that caliber, it would be cheaper to just have you two train each other to use your powers. And I see, I come see. up with a contrived explanation as to why you always hang out together. <laughs> I see, I see. Uh, Very reasonable expectations. Well, going back to what you were saying, yes, I think it would be hilarious if one of them was a very powerful null, because if their powers are out of control, they will cause widespread (laughs) misfire. Widespread panic. (laughs) Like, oh, and then then everyone's like, like the null 
normally is actively repressing their power like at all times so like when it swaps and then the other person doesn't know how to like repress their nullification powers like the natural range of the of the power comes out and then everyone's like you told us that the natural range was 100 meters (laughs) well i lied I lied about that. I didn't want to get taken into a laboratory and experimented on, okay? The only reason you're finding out now is because something literally impossible happened. And then maybe the Null, their job is more on the espionage side. Well, a a Null's power would not be on espionage. It would be on taking people out who are abusing their powers, like, almost exclusively. Yeah, like, they don't do public... That are people whose powers, like, injure themselves, but... They don't do... It's primarily the first. They don't do any, like, public appearance stuff. I assume, like, the other person has to do a lot of, like, PR stuff, because I think that would be hilarious. Um, (laughs) And have, like, a really flashy power. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, that's but like not not and but one that's like not violence oriented or like useful in that arena because, like, I mean, it might be useful in that arena, just in a, an entirely different way than they're used to dealing with. But like, yeah, like I want it to be like I've never the other person's like I've never even heard of what you're doing. <laughs> see. <laughs> That makes sense. Uh, there's a big part of me that actually wants to play this up, like, absolutely ridiculously. And be like, the there's the one person who's a no, and, like, their entire job is, like, fighting people who are abusing their power. And the other person is, like, I don't know, like a fucking idol or something. <laughs> like, their entire job is being in front of people and making a big deal of themselves. Yeah, but, like, they have to have cool magic. I just have to figure out what that what that is. It's light-based magic that's not quite illusion. <laughs> like, they can't bend light that exists, but they can create light. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, because if that kind of person got sick for a while, like, and didn't have, had to cancel a concert or two, that wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, people would be sad. I mean, yes, it would. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless we got some, like, super fans threatening to kill themselves if, like, this person doesn't perform. I mean, I guess... Well, it's not just super fans. It's also the price of... Maybe... Uh, no, because that would sort of be younger than you're aiming. Um, yeah, you could go with the, like, super fans aiming to kill themselves angle, but, like, you could also essentially just go in the, like, people are losing millions of dollars every time this happens, and I have a concert every day for the next two months. So it's just, like, they're just, their magic is about being attractive and making good music like, not directly about being attractive uh, and the music is is separate you know but they've learned to apply their power into the making of music is it like they manipulate like waves <laughs> well what i was saying was the generation of light they can't like manipulate it or anything once it exists but they can generate it they can't manipulate it yeah that doesn't make any sense what do you mean? Well, actually, that person could just illusion themselves. <laughs> no, they couldn't. Because then they'd be brighter than the world around them. And also they'd be overlaid on top of what they actually are. 
All they have to do is cover themselves in, um, what's that cloth called that absorbs all light? And then, <laughs> illusion over like that. Like Vantablack? Uh, well, I mean, there's a, there's a cloth. And also, like, I don't think Vantablack is, the black is black anymore. It, it keeps changing. Yeah. But there's, there's a cloth one. Right. <laughs> where you could, so you could just make yourself a, a, a shroud. And then illusion on top of that. <laughs> that would still like be visible, but sure. Depending on how good you are at it. Uh, this new person is not that good. Oh, the new person. That's right. The new person can't. <laughs> Did you forget the whole? Oh yeah. So the, okay, yeah. Ma oh. You forgot your whole premise, Eunice. This is your premise. Wait a minute. Then, but then, then the light. If the the light person used to be good enough, then the whole pop star would just thing would just be a cover for their espionage. <laughs> See, that would be funny. That would be funny. Is if the is if the pop star was the cover for the espionage, and the other one was just like a straight up fighter that like didn't want to be well known. But. But now they're working in the same field! <laughs> yeah, but like on wildly different tracks of it. Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, that's fine too. Which would let them know each other enough to like know whose power they got, but like not well enough to actually do anything okay, with that information. Okay, so they wake up and they immediately know whose power they got. Because um, <laughs> they're both... Well, they don't wake up knowing whose power they got, but they wake up and then they use the power and then they're like, oh, this looks like this person's power. Well, actually... Oh, I hope not. What happens is the null... The, the, the person who got the new null powers wakes up, feels completely normal, and then goes outside and <laughs> notices the, 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 the utter chaos they have wrought. <laughs> <laughs> like... Don't worry about the it. The headlines going, like... Magic nullification terrorist attack question mark <laughs> The entire major the entire capital of the country <laughs> is just off for a day. And then the wait, and then oh yeah, so then the null person the person who now is the null wait, no no the person who was the null but now has the light powers wakes up and then it's like seeing these headlines and going like wait a minute and then they're checking like their own power and they're like well my power is choked up like what's who else is this strong and it's not until they they either the null gets that power under control or they leave the area of influence that like the light maybe they just live out maybe the null just lives outside the city right <laughs> But the the point is the area of effect of the <laughs> nullification magic is very large, much larger than uh, any it, it says on the official documents. <laughs> exactly. Because they're both valuable government assets <laughs> whose powers are listed. Not that they're admitted to be government assets. They're the kind of government assets that are not on any books. No, there are, but it's just under like a code number. Oh, so it's the kind. So it's the kind of books that, like, if if they were released to the public, they'd be, uh, you know, bars of black, and it like has one code number at the top of the page, and nothing else is visible. Yeah, like you know, XK seven and X uh, 
C12, I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, it means something if you know what the code means, but, but, um, otherwise, you know. There we go, there we go. Okay, so we have our, our two, um, well, we have our, like, emergency fighter and our, and our spy, and they've switched places. <laughs> and, uh, you know, first priority is for the, the null to stop nulling everything. <laughs> yep. And then we can work on, work on, uh, the the work that they're supposed to be doing after that. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, the null is like, wait, are you telling me I'm gonna have to learn to dance and sing? <laughs> yes, that is in fact what we are telling you. <laughs> just like, just kill me. Just kill me. <laughs> I would literally prefer death. <laughs> It's like, you can't kill yourself. It was in the contract you signed when <laughs> you got your job. Even even better is if they're like, if you kill yourself, you'll be resurrected according to this contract. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't, You are unfortunately too valuable for the government to lose. Don't even bother. And we know, and you will be charged for the resurrection cost if we determine that you killed yourself no, on no, purpose. No, no, no. You will be charged with murder. <laughs> of myself? Yes. Because, well, you're not even inhabiting your body right now, so, like, it would be murder. And you're like, oh, crap. Well, they are inhabiting their body, they're just not inhabiting the, the powers. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I got confused. It's not a body swap, it's just a power swap. Exactly. And you'd be charged with destruction of a government asset. <laughs> destruction of a valuable government asset. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm sorry, I would have died. Yes. For a while. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. Whereas, like, the Null style is much less flashy. So the person who's used to, like, performing and being flashy to cover up the, I don't know, the, the things that people do under cover. <laughs> Great. You know, I, 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 I forgot for a moment that we were involving Eunice here. <laughs> You know, things uh, that people do. Complete inability <laughs> to understand espionage. <laughs> well, I mean, if everybody were like me, there would be no espionage or need for espionage. <laughs> but the human race might uh, die. I think if everybody were like me, we would invent artificial means of production before the human species went extinct. Uh, not if it had started that way, though. Not if... You know, just if everybody turned into you yes, in the modern day. At, at this level of technological development. If everybody had was like me, like, 5,000 years ago, I agree the human species... Yeah. No, I, yes. I'm not that smart. We wouldn't have invented... Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, you would have... You, <laughs> the human race would have failed. But, even... Like, 200 years ago. We would have been fine. <laughs> I don't know about 200, 200. But I'll give you 150. 200. I have faith in me. <laughs> it's not the faith that I'm concerning. It's the specific developments. That are necessary? Yeah. No, no, no. If, if it was clear that we were going to go extinct, the versions of me would choose to have children. I mean, honestly, like, I'm planning to have children, you know. 
and I'm not really into it, but... Just not in the standard way. Just not uh-huh. in the standard way. That sounds really sketchy. Anyway. I'm not planning on cloning myself for the record. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that would be neat if... <laughs> We're going to skip it. <laughs> but, We're just going to tel- go in a different direction. The telomere shortening thing still hasn't been fixed, so... <laughs> okay. Sure. Anyway. Skipping all of that, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to say, uh, is there anything that like we want to specifically focus on these people like doing as they... Actually, I think first thing we need to do is, are their powers going to switch back? Yes. Well, I mean, we need to determine the mechanism by which their powers switch, but I assume there is a way to switch it back. I, I mean, I would be partially entertained by making the mechanism to switch it back, uh something that they can reverse at any time and it's not like a permanent reversal so they just like gain the ability to switch back and forth on their powers i mean you know that'll help with their espionage i guess it would help with espionage but it would also just be sort of entertaining on a personal scale well i mean i would it would have to depend on the mechanism by which their powers got switched but i think that would be fine i i i'd also think you know like the way that they do switch back once they figure it out is something like absurdly simple and then that would have been something that they would have like someone would expect them to you know have actually just done as part of regular life like hanging out with each other but they never did (laughs) just to make it like even more frustrating (laughs) it's like so all you have had to have done is like hold hands for like three minutes and then you would have switched back and they're like, what? What? <laughs> like, what? Okay, that would be funny. It's like, just like a, they need to be around each other for a certain period of time that they've just never bothered to do. Yeah. But like, maybe they got like, I don't know, tricked or coerced into showing up to like a, a work party or something. But it's, it's just like, they... No, no, it's, it's, it's more funny because, like, they, like, you know, obviously this is a romance, so they've, like, been crushing on each other the whole time. But they've, like, been avoiding each other harder because of the crush. So- <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> because that's, that's the classic people who are avoiding their feelings. <laughs> Literally. Like, and they were like, yeah, um... You know, maybe whoever's responsible, like, thought it would have been, it was, like, a prank. And it, like, they would have, like, switched back, like, after a day. But, like, six months later, it's like, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> and then they, they finally find the solution. <laughs> what would be funny is if it was some... No, I, I, like, on a personal scale, I think it would be funny if somebody was, like... Somebody who's, like, into theoretical magic or theoretical power use or or whatever uh, you want to go with in this world essentially set them up so that their powers would switch, but, like, wasn't aware that it was just, like, an ongoing thing. They thought that it would, like, be fleshed out in, like, a week or so. Yeah. And then they're kind of just like, uh, do I say something at this point? Like, this, this power is actually kind of important. What the hell is going on? Why haven't you switched back yet? And it's like, all you need to do is, like, be near each other for, like, two hours, and and it'll be done. It's just like, yeah, so I found that based on my new theory on the types and origins of magic, that your 
two types were compatible. So, you know, like that mandatory annual thingy that you guys all have to go to. Like I, uh, I took some of your blood samples and uh, did a little experimenting, and uh, turns out it worked. <laughs> They're just like, you know, confessing is like they're in like a horrified uh, amazement at what has happened so far. Uh, yeah. It's like, I was, I, I thought that you would be compatible in this way, at least power wise. Uh, in So I made it so that your powers could swap if you spent enough time around each other and uh, didn't intentionally do this very simple action to stop that. Um, and it turns out. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, okay. We should... To make it more romantic, they should meet before their powers swap, and then at that meeting, the thing that makes their power swap happens, but it doesn't happen until they wake up the next morning. So then it's, like, they know pretty quickly whose power it was, because they interacted before. (laughs) I see, I see. But, like, they don't know why. And then, Absolute romance and then And then the, the experimenter's like, you didn't like try just repeating the thing that you did that caused your powers to slob? And they're like, we didn't know which thing we did! That <laughs> was just something cute, like, yeah, hanging out for a while. <laughs> We never tried I that. mean, I would, I would play into this a different way than cuteness, but, you know... We write different sorts of things. We really do. We also read different sorts of things. We definitely do. Because I only read cute nonsense. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, my joke was that I, that I would have, uh, you know, made it uh, a whole one-night stand thing. And then they left before the morning. So, the, um... Did you just try repeating what happened? And they're like, uh... Which part? And no, of course not. <laughs> we didn't repeat any of it. I don't know which part you're talking about, but <laughs> none of it was repeated. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, well... Exactly. Okay, well, you're gonna have to just do that again. And, yeah, okay. <laughs> and of course they're just, you know, super against that, because it wasn't really something that was planned on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's more icky if you do it in a planned way, (laughs) according to... It's a lot more icky to do that in, in like, a planned, intentional way. For the sake of power swapping, it's pretty icky. Yeah. 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 I mean, which which is why I would make it something cute, because it's okay to hug someone to switch your powers back. Mmm. I would make it icky just so that they didn't immediately swap their powers back. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, that's on a personal scale. And also, it would make it, like, less useful on missions. <laughs> because the more involved it is to switch back and forth. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying the involved... I'm not saying the quote-unquote involved... Uh, that's just how we're gonna, we're gonna refer to that now. Um, I'm not saying the involved part was required in the switching of powers. It's just what happened. So they don't actually know what caused the powers to switch. Okay. So, like, maybe the actual power switching is, like, not at all that involved. Uh, but when they go to ask about how do we switch our powers back, uh, the person is like, well, I mean, you know what actions you took, so that should work. And, you know, of course, they immediately go, absolutely not, no way. 
it's like okay i don't know what you have against that but sure it's like and you know the person talking about it is like you know all you have to do is hold hands for a while but the person they're talking to is like uh we went a lot further than holding hands you know classic misunderstandings exactly come on if you're writing a romance you have to play into romance tropes i don't think classic misunderstandings with a mad scientist is one of those romance tropes (laughs) (laughs) ah obviously you've only been reading certain kinds of romance i mean i feel like that falls in maybe like a romance sci-fi trope i found it in romance fantasy and romance realism too romance realism okay uh, yeah, so... It wasn't, like, a mad scientist, per se, in, like, the exact sense that we do it, but they were definitely a little nutty and a little bit researchy. Yeah, and, you know, okay. I mean, either way, you can make it as cute or, you know, less family-friendly if you want, depending <laughs> on your there we go. taste in, in stories. <laughs> there we go. Very uh, simple. And then they live happily ever after. (laughs) Oh, obviously. (laughs) Okay. No other way we're going to take this. They're happy at the end. You know? And maybe the scientist gets scolded for not informing the higher-ups of... Not being clear. (laughs) Of an impending, like, basically, like, terrorist attack on their... (laughs) It's like, yeah, so that null power. They don't get scolded for swapping the powers. They get scolded for... Yeah. For for not warning people. Yeah, just like... Like, we're not worried about their human rights or whatever. They signed that away ages ago. But, like, you can't just... (laughs) Unleash... Human rights or whatever. (laughs) You know, the, the casual, like, like talk of human rights and human experimentation in a semi-comedic way that would be creepy if you thought about it but you don't because it's a romance that's my that's my thing so we gotta put it in here exactly (laughs) we're not concerned about their human rights or whatever (laughs) and then they're like why didn't you warn us and then the the guy's like didn't you read my report and it's like, nobody reads your reports. They're too long, and nobody understands. Everybody knows that nobody reads your reports and that nobody understands them. Okay, please write a separate memo when a disaster affecting over a hundred people is foreseen as a result of your experiments. If you see, if you foresee the effect on over a hundred people as a result of one of your experiments, please write us a one hundred word memo. Okay, limit limit it to one hundred words, and no making up new words in the memo. If you need an additional memo to explain what exactly you mean by a certain type of disaster, then that's okay. But no more than a total of 200 words. And then also fill out this separate form that just is like, that's just like with, with short answers. Like, who, like, who is your test subject? How many people are expected to be, you know, just like dumb it down. Like, where and when you expect this to happen? 
<laughs> Very normal. And they're like, oh, um, I'm gonna have to go get working on some memos if, if I have to submit them within 48 hours of... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you mean, so you're telling me they need to be submitted within 48 hours? Yes. Ah, uh, give me a minute. And then I, need, I got a backlog. And then they come back with like a pile of papers. <laughs> and also... It's like, these are 100 word memos? Yes. <laughs> it's like, um, and then they're like, also, and then pulls out like a, a third of the papers. Like, I didn't know what to put for expected timeline for these ones because it's quite <laughs> uncertain. <laughs> That moment of also is just that, like, horrified stop. Uh, you know, that, like, visible record scratch in somebody's brain. And they're like, oh no, why did we hire this one? Maybe we should have been keeping better track of our maid, of our mad scientists. Maid scientists. I was about to say maid scientists. You know. I mean, you know, if you want to go for it, it's, a, it's an interesting choice of career. <laughs> And then it's like, we inherited uh, them from the previous regime. <laughs> and uh, it does not appear to be safe to interrupt any of these ongoing experiments. <laughs> so. <laughs> so instead, I have been using them. <laughs> and just like, yeah, we've determined that the risk of closing down this lab is higher than keeping it going so that's what we're doing <laughs> exactly okay anyway now that we've gone off on a tangent for a character that i that you know my uh non monogamous shipper brain is like mm, this sounds like fun um we're just going to we're just going to end it yeah so you know it would be a pretty fun story I couldn't write it. it. It does sound like a lot of fun. It's purely... Well, I mean, I could write it if somebody could tell me what espionage things they're supposed to be doing, but... <laughs> the fact that I'm calling them espionage things makes me feel like even if you told me, I wouldn't write well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I wasn't going to say anything about that. But anyways, if you're into espionage things, but also fluffy romances, write this. And email us at listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be a guest on our show, that's guest at unwrittenimaginings.com. All of which can be found on the website, which is unwrittenimaginings.com. Okay, uh, like and rate and share us wherever. <laughs> exactly. Wherever. Uh, that's all you need to do. Don't try and enter our grand prize draw, though. It's you, know. you, you can, if you'd like, try to enter it, but it doesn't exist, so you would unfortunately fail at that. But, but you know, I guess if, if you do mention us on social media and send us a screenshot, we'll count it as an entry if we ever do have a grand prize draw. There we go. Unless you live in Quebec. Yeah, apparently if you're from Quebec, then it's just too much trouble, so sorry. <laughs> it really is too much trouble. You should read those laws sometime. They're kind of annoying. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, see you next week. See you next week? Thanks for listening.